Lauren Gentili graduated from Cardinal Gibbons in 2004 and is currently wrapping up her eighth year of teaching in the science department at Gibbons. During her time here, she has helped create and lead the Middle School Leadership Conference, working with students at Gibbons and in our diocesan schools to grow student leaders at an early age. In addition, Lauren has been a leader in the classroom, working to not only model effective leadership to her students, but also helping identify strong student leaders for our programs. She has also been essential in helping develop educator leaders through her work in the Educator Leadership Conference and through her contributions to educator professional development for educators here at Gibbons. Lauren has also been an incredible friend and colleague to Mr. Nolan and myself over the years, as well as many other educators here at Gibbons. Lauren is truly an example of how leadership for both students and educators starts in the classroom and grows through relationships, and we look forward to watching her continue her growth as a leader in our school community. Enjoy our conversation with the best teammate, colleague, and friend that I could ever ask for, Lauren Gentili. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Gibbons Leads. We're here with educator Lauren Gentili, or if you're an alumni, a lot of alumni vibes today, Lauren Cope, class of 2004, mm-hmm. second greatest class of all time to 2005, I would argue. That's right. That's right. Um, I guess third to 2008. Oh, no, you're, no, you're oh. last in line. Uh, yeah. Whatever, guys. Whatever. Yeah, come on. We'll see. We'll um, see. Not comparable. <laughs> Mrs. Gentilly, how are you doing today? I'm doing excellent. How are you? We're doing good. Miss Byrne and I were talking, and um, you know, we're talking about all these different ways that people lead, and we get so caught up in the extracurriculars and the athletics and the arts and the clubs. And we started talking about, like, how do you lead in a classroom? Mm-hmm. What does a student who is leading um, look in a classroom? And um, it made us think of you and, and want to have a conversation with you. But uh, could you share just a little about our given students and your experience teaching? You know, what is it that makes a student different in the classroom that helps you um, foster an environment to be the best you can be? I think the first thing that I look for is excitement and excitement to learn, but also excitement to be like present in their classroom environment. Um, And then one that just wants to engage with me, but not just me, but like in the classroom and working with all the other students. So you don't have to be like the outspoken one that raises their hand every time. I'd say some of my best leaders in the classroom are not the ones that raise their hands, but the ones that work well with all students in my classroom. So obviously being a science teacher, I do a ton of labs and I'm a very hands-on type of teacher. And my best leaders are the ones that are there guiding people, coaching them, encouraging them, but then also asking really cool questions that you can show that they wanna learn and they want to also learn how others are working together. Um, I, being an anatomy teacher, I try to keep it fun and have them assign roles of like one's the doctor and one's the PA and one's like the HIPAA consultant and one's like the genetic counselor. And I always try to give them like titles and stuff like that. But it's kind of cool to see some of the kids who aren't that outspoken will actually be outspoken because they are passionate about being a doctor and they want that title on that paper for that class period. And I think it makes them feel excited to be like, you know what, like I can see my name like that one day, um, which is really fun. So I, I just like to encourage kids to participate and make the best out of that 75 minute class period um, and try to provide opportunity for them to 
have a hands-on experience for them to obviously collaborate together and learn at the same time. But I just don't feel like you can develop any type of leadership when you're just sitting in a classroom and I'm just talking to them. Because if I can't see them engage, then I can't see what they're the most interested in. But um, obviously being, I feel like a science educator, it gives me a big advantage because I can be a hands-on teacher. That's great. That's great advice too for, for students that are listening and thinking about how they can kind of start to work on their leadership. I mean, you know, it starts in the classroom, right? It's, it's not, you know, an after school thing. It happens all the time. And so, you know, that's great advice. What would advice would you give a kid that maybe isn't in a classroom where there's those kind of obvious opportunities? What would you say to them? How would you encourage them to maybe build relationships with the teachers that they have to kind of shine and show them some of the leadership skills that they might have? I would say some like it starts off small with me, like just coming into the classroom and saying good morning and asking me how I am. Um, just starting off to show like you just care about who you're spending your time with and who you're learning from. Um, I've always enjoyed my one of I would say my favorite part about being a teacher is forming relationships with my students and seeing them grow in the classroom. And that all starts with just literally a hello. The kid that never talks, which it's okay, but I, I, I'm never going to know if you're having a bad day or a good day, especially with the mask this year. The mask hides so much. But I think when a student feels comfortable with you, then they start kind of shining in other ways that they probably didn't even know they were capable of. Um, and even if you're just, a, even if you're a teacher that's not a hands-on teacher, but a teacher that can talk to the kids and walk around as they're working and just, you know, ask them how their game was or how's practice going for your musical or, you know, like most of my students have jobs. I feel like I talk to them more about their job experience and what they're learning in the real world than their Gibbons experience some days, um, which is actually really fun to hear how they're experiencing the other side of, you know, how it's hard to make money and mm -hmm. you have to show up and sometimes people call out and they have to cover shifts. And I think they, they're they also learning a lot about their character and it's really, it's exciting to hear them talk about that. Um, but yeah, I think just the simple, just talking to teachers and just and not even a teacher, just any adult in the building and just saying, hello, it goes a really long ways and thank you. Um, I would say given students here are really good about saying thank you, um, but just when they leave for the day, just saying goodbye or thank you for this or, I mean, those just little things I think can really change a teacher's perspective some days. Um, especially when, you know, if you're having a bad day, like, you know, the kids are, you know, it's easier for me to just be like, you know, you're not like yourself today. Like you didn't say hello to me. You've said hello to me every day. Like what's going on? It kind of also kind of gives me a chance to realize like maybe that something's going wrong today. Um, but yeah, that just open relationship. I truthfully enjoy a lot. Yeah, those little things are surprisingly uplifting. Yes, you know, logging off of Zoom and you know the kids just being, hey, thanks for Nolan, you know, whatever. It's like, absolutely. Like, as opposed to when it doesn't happen, it's just like everyone just cannot wait to get off a Zoom call. You're just thinking like, oh, well, I must have laid an egg today. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, like yes. you know, but it's just I think you hit it on the head. Like people take for granted how much just the little things can mm -hmm. really make a difference. Yeah, and I think students get caught up sometimes in 
whether it's like the position or title versus the relationships that really define their leadership, right? Like, you know, you may have the role of captain or the, you know, the president of a club, but if you're not doing those small things, then really your leadership isn't that impactful. So helping kids realize that, you know, those smaller steps, those relationships that you build, when you get to the point of maybe having a position, um, the amount of support you're going to have and the amount of great perspective and relationships you'll have to help push forward whatever it is you want to push forward is is really valuable so um you know we talk all the time with students about you know leadership good leaders are highly relational um absolutely so taking the time to invest in relationships with educators with students along the way um is going to help them be better once they get to the place where they you know will have an actual title or a a role where they can actually influence so i think that's really really great yeah i feel like if i've learned anything from being in high school to college to like i worked in the like you know, real world in the laboratory science position for a few years. Then I went back to grad school and then I've been in education. So I've been like in a lot of different like areas of my life, like relationships. I feel like it's the number one thing that I have found to probably be one of the most valuable things in any type of job I've been in. Mm -hmm. Um, Because you have to learn about that person. You have to like, I just like to, I like to get to know people. I like to show like my love language is just like showing someone that I care um, and listening to them. I want everyone to be in getting the best experience they can have. And so, um, but yeah, relationships I think is huge. Like that's probably one of, I would say that's like one of my good qualities I have as a person is forming relationships with people. I would agree with that. I would agree. With yeah. That. I just, I just love like, I just love talking to people too. And that's like, you know, that's really what a servant leader does is that listening piece is so important. The more relationships you build, the more listening you do, the more you kind of understand what people want and people need and how you can serve them. And if you're not taking the time to do that, you're really only going to be serving yourself and serving what you think might be what they need versus what people actually need. And there's so much value in actually taking the time to listen. Um, because it's going to give you that perspective to be actually effective, to influence things in a way that will be actually helpful for people. Correct. Um, but it starts with those little gestures of hello and thank you and taking the time to do that. And you have to invest in those things over time. Absolutely. It doesn't happen overnight. Leadership doesn't happen overnight. And just because you get a title doesn't mean that you are a leader. So I think that's really, really sound advice. Um, and at, you know, at Gibbons, I think we do a good job of inviting those relationships. But you know, it does take the initiative of the student to really start that even if we can, you know, we can stand here all day and say, come talk to us, come talk to us. But they kind of have to start that and build that relationship with us. So um, just to continue encouraging that, I think is really important. Yeah, I think listening is huge because I feel like when I've talked to like so many bosses over the years or you know, like you look as your bo- to a boss or a teacher as like a mentor, someone to guide you or inspire you and see your passions and try to guide you to be the best person you can be. Um, And I feel like a lot of people are, they're just busy doing stuff and you go to talk to someone and I have left so many conversations thinking like, I don't even know if they even know what I just said because they had like a million things going on in their back of their mind. Um, their phone was out and their phone was out or they were checking their email or, you know, I just feel like, I think sitting down and showing someone that you like authentically care and just sitting there listening just goes such a long ways. Um, and like even just like different experiences I've had here at Gibbons with students and going on retreats and leadership retreats and faith retreats and um, just being a part of different parts of the building. Mm -hmm. I've noticed that like just sitting and listening to what the kids have to say, they just, they 
authentically like want to share mm-hmm. and they want to be heard and they're they are passionate about stuff and they want that out there and um i think listening is huge and not just like inserting your opinion either i think just listening and you know reassuring and validating something is sometimes better than just being like trying to always find the solution because yep. not every conversation should have a solution to yep. it yep so um yep. but yeah relationships and and listening are i think vital to a lot of success in life yeah i would agree yeah no disagreement here um kind of shifting gears uh you've been here for how long now this will be wrapping up my eighth year, eighth year teaching yeah. at gibbons which is crazy <laughs> it feels like it's just i just started <laughs> I know. like gabby and i met each other um in the summer before we started teaching and crazy. yeah it, it's crazy it's been eight years at gibbons yeah eight years back at gibbons i know true four years here as a student true <laughs> so 12 years all together in this building pretty wild which is awesome yeah can can you zoom out and kind of speak on um, there's a lot of different ways that we develop leaders here, or we, or we try our best to. Um, but can you zoom out and kind of talk about over the last eight years how you've seen our leadership development program grow? Um, what are some different things that you really enjoy um, out of what we're doing there? I would say, so when I look back on the eight years, the first thing that pops to me, pops in my mind instantly, is the Middle School Leadership Conference. Mm-hmm. So Miss Byrne and I um, were approached by Anthony Palumbo, who graduated, gosh, five years ago now, yeah. six years ago. I don't even know when he graduated. Not me either. Um, it's been that long. <laughs> but Anthony had this awesome idea of saying we need to start forming kids at and giving them this opportunity at you know the middle school level, so that when they come to Gibbons or go to a different high school, they can have. Um, Kind of just a little bit of experience and know kind of like who they are as a leader and how to work with others and how to talk to teachers and how to form relationships and he just approached us one day and was like i want to put on a conference and i was thinking to myself i don't even know what to do <laughs> how do i host a conference i don't know like i've never done anything like this i'm not a you know nope. a planner like in terms of like a party planning type person so i was like holy moly but you know luckily miss burn is like Type A in organization. Party so was, planner extraordinaire. What, we were a great we we're a great duo duo in a lot of ways. Um, but Anthony just he from there he talked to us about it. We were like, this sounds so much fun. Um, and Anthony actually identified his who's. Like he I think listed out like literally on our whiteboard of our classroom one day like twenty one or twenty five yep. seniors that he had identified to be a leader in different ways of his experience with him on campus and we were like you know what let's just make this happen Mm -hmm. and we sat down and planned out a a full conference day with middle for middle school kids built this team um i think the first year we had 130 kids and we had 130 middle school kids show up and we were expecting like 20. Yeah, we were not ready. <laughs> we were, when we had registration open, we were like, oh my gosh, Anthony, this was really, people wanted this. Yeah. And he was like, I told you, you know? And so um, it was so much fun, but we've learned a lot from that. I would say we've grown that program from 
Miss Byrne and I have had kind of like highs and lows with how we're getting Gibbons kids involved with that mm-hmm. program, um, how to get them engaged. There's different levels of engagement, obviously, within that um, the conference within the day. Um, we have peer leaders, we have leaders of it all, we have planners, we have, we kind of, I feel like Miss Burns done a good, good job of shaping it to give all leaders an opportunity for that conference. Um, the middle schools love it. Um, the kids, it. I would say probably one of the coolest things is, is having my freshmen come in and be like, oh my gosh, Miss Chantilly, I remember you at MLC. Mm-hmm. I remember you being the teacher standing there checking us in. Like, it's it's gone that full circle that we've now had our MLC leaders actually went to the conference as a middle schooler. Yeah. It's been it, we've seen that change. Um, Sophia Jenny. Yeah, Sophia. Yeah, Sophia last Jenny year was a great one example of that. Was the that. first year that we had kids running the conference for the high school level that attended one of the first few years, and mm-hmm. it was actually just really cool to see how that MLC experience gave them such an advantage of things that they were saying and sharing and doing. Correct. Their senior year running that conference was ahead of what our previous seniors had done. So just seeing that come full circle was mm-hmm. was really cool. And this year even, we had a bunch of kids. Oh yeah, I went on MLC. Oh yeah, I was a part of it. So just be able to give them that opportunity to give it back um, yes. and bring that full circle back to their own middle schools, um, you know, virtually, but still being able to do it. It's just really cool to see that progression. Yeah, I also love just watching. I mean, Miss Byrne and I really sit back and it's student led. Mm-hmm. Um, watching students take ownership of stuff that big is awesome to see. And to see that, and you can tell that they're even surprised with themselves, I think, at the end of the day. And there's a lot of things about themselves that they learned in the process that I think they would have never had an opportunity for if they weren't involved in MLC. And I've had students go on to college and are in different leadership um, opportunities now on the college level and have like messaged us and said, if I had not been in MLC, I would not have had the strength and courage to like venture out in college and do what I did. So it's really just, it's so awesome to see that shapes a student's life. Um, And it's not like we have to reach everyone, but like just, just a few kids like just to see that they had they've gained confidence in themselves is huge um i would say the cool part too and something that you know lauren reminded me of this year as we were getting ready for the virtual conference and you know we're a little stressed out about the technology and the zoom and it was like a few days before it was like sunday night i called her and i was like do we do this she Don't did we, should we she do was like this? should we just cancel this all like because i was nervous because the kids were gonna have to be at home and it wasn't how i originally envisioned and, and i couldn't be there to support you know and she's like gabby remember that this isn't about the product like well what the conference is is going to be good no matter what the kids that are visiting are a part of it from the middle school they're gonna have a great time they're gonna get to meet some kids it's not about the product, it's really about the process for our students. So even if they deal with virtual issues with the tech, even if it doesn't go perfectly and there's issues with the breakout rooms, they forget what they're supposed to do. Like the purpose is to put them in a position to to, to be on their own and truly like own it and maybe fail and learn some things about themselves. Yeah. And it's really not as much as it is directed towards middle school kids, the experience is more for our students. and. I needed that reminder because that's always like the principle we've lived by with MLC. Like yeah. we sit at the front in that main lobby during that whole conference and they just run with it. They run the content, they do all the sessions and we just 
sit outside and we just let them know, hey, we trust you. Like, go for it. You know, take some risks, do some things, try some stuff. Doesn't have to be perfect. And I appreciated that reminder this year. And I appreciate that about this conference. You know, it's really about our students and about the middle school kids. It's not about it being perfect. Um, And I think that the kids appreciate some of that, that trust, but also like, you know, lower the pressure a little bit. Like this is just about using this platform the best way that you can. So I'm grateful that that's always been kind of our tenant, and especially in the year where Absolutely. it was even more stressful. I'm like, I don't know if we could do this. Like, yeah, we can. It's not even perfect. Yeah, right. I mean, like I point blank said to Gabby, like we're learning this as we go. Yep. I like with how to teach on Zoom and hybrid and the kids at home and kids in front of us. And I was like, some days are great and some days are awful. And our kids, they're also experiencing that. Yeah, so be better for it. this isn't going to be any different, you know. And yeah. and it went out off beautifully. Yep. And from there, it even spun out. Gabby has been wanting to go out to middle schools now for years. She's had this dream of taking MLC on the road, as she calls it. (laughs) And she got to do it this year, which I just think is incredible to see something grow over the past seven years into what it is now. Um, Leadership, I feel like at Gibbons, when I just started at Gibbons as a teacher in 2013 to now, it's not even comparable. Like it's just this like massive exponential growth and of opportunities. And I think it has to do with a lot of the education educators, but honestly, I think it has to do with our students. Like we're preparing them at a younger age. They want it. To take this opportunity of growth in high school and they they thrive on it. They beg for it. And I think as here at Gibbons, we've done a great job of providing opportunity. Yeah. And the kids see it, they take it, and they run with it. And it's so much fun, I feel like, as a sideline person to to watch watch some of these kids grow. Yeah, for sure. No doubt about it. Um, So do you see, like, in your own classroom, you know, you spoke about the middle school leadership conference. Do you see you as an educator, if you were to separate yourself from, you know, the, the leadership development, do you see yourself as an educator reaping the rewards in the classroom from that program and from those events and from those activities that are happening in our leadership development program? I would say absolutely. Um, Gibbons kids, just in my experience of them in the classrooms over the years, um, they're grateful, they're loving, caring, passionate. Um, They want to be involved in the classroom setting. They want to do what they can when they're in there some days and some days they're know some days it's harder than others I think to kind of stay focused because they have so many other things going on but I think at the end of the day like they also want to grow in their academic success so much that um, I think what they're learning in these leadership opportunities is how to build relationships with teachers and peers and how to um, support each other and how that all students are different and everyone's a different type of leader um, and I think Miss Byrne and I, and I say this to our kids all the time, like we're a great example of like two completely different leaders mm-hmm. who complement each other. Mm-hmm. And when I say that to students that know the two of us, they're like, oh my gosh, you're absolutely correct. And I think that has now made them look at their peers in a classroom setting. Mm-hmm. Like I can work with anybody on a project. I don't have to just work with my friends. I can work with someone that I never thought I could and we could be super successful. Um, so I think it's kind of made kids look at how they interact in a classroom with more like open lenses versus so tunneled um, to just get that grade and be done with something. 
Yeah, yeah, the crossover, you know, the thing that's so interesting about school and the challenges in terms of how we're forming people is there's such a crossover and, you know, you're in so many different areas and, you know, where are you learning things and where are you living out things and, you know, how do you, okay, I can maintain the culture of our basketball program, but how do I affect the culture of our entire right. school? How do I, you know, how are we supporting each other? Because your science, you know, class and what you're teaching is going to cross over with this person, what they're learning there, but it's going to be a different experience from them. And, um, you know, it's such a big undertaking, you know, sometimes it's like, man, are we having a positive effect? Yep. Are we doing it? But I love the, you know, the leadership conference that we have every single year, the middle school leadership piece, because it kind of gives that, you know, collective purpose, that shared ownership amongst mm -hmm. people, you know, when we're having, because not every educator goes to every one. Mm -hmm. I think we do a good job of mixing it up, but yeah. just to have that collective ownership and that extends you know, in your classroom, mm -hmm. in IQ, on my basketball team, you know. I think the common thread that I see through all of this is just really like that growth mindset. You know, right. I think that what leadership teaches kids at all levels is just we're always learning. It's like a lifelong process and we're, we have to be open to that growth and taking risks and failing and being better and meeting people and, and, and how all of that makes us better, you know, and I think that in a world where kids are expected to be a certain way or that they feel like they have like a fixed, you know, a fixed level of smartness or a, a fixed, you know, level of talent that, that they actually have the capacity to like grow themselves if they want to. Correct. Um, and giving them platforms for that. So I think that that's something I've seen at least with students in these programs is more so they're just, their minds are open to, I can be better. And if I do these things that might be different or might be scary, or you know, work with different people that it's going to make me a better person, um, and I appreciate that. I think about Gibbons as a whole too, and I feel like that's something when I think about the three areas that we you know run in. That's something I think we're all really is a message we're pushing is just grow, be better, put yourself out there. Um, and I think what we've seen is the product is a lot better. The kid that walks out of Gibbons oh, is a different person in all the best ways. Um, and that's something I love about working with the two of you is that you guys also carry that same growth mindset. And that's that's fun to be around. It is. It's it's a it's a it's a good group of people to be around when everyone's like, hey, you know what? That kind of sucked. But that's all right. <laughs> Next year will be better. I mean, there's been MLCs where we're like, Yeah. That sucked. Yeah. But it's all right. Next year, you or know. Or maybe like a little thing of the day was yeah. great. But it's we right. always we try to debrief with our students and say, like, let's go through the highs and lows. Mm -hmm. Um and obviously, it's always easy to look at all the negative. Yep. But then there's, at the end of the day, there's way more positive than negative. Yep. And hearing the kids, like, they see that, it's made me also look at a lot of situations in my life differently. Because mm -hmm. I've been like, you know what, like, yeah. I, okay, yeah, you can look at negatives and all of this, but at the end of the day, like, we just reached 150 kids, mm -hmm. well really probably 200 once you think of all the kids involved, yep. and just gave them something that they could never have anywhere yep. else. Yep. And that right there is, is priceless to me. Yeah. So I think um, finding the positive is great um, and picking up and just keep on going. Every year we've tweaked and changed and some years are better than others, but I think if we kept it the same, it, we would not be where we are today yeah. with MLC. Even further, I you know I love thinking about okay, someone goes to your middle school leadership conference, they come home, they're at the dinner table with mom and dad. Mom and dad yes. say, "What did you learn about today?" And next thing you know, you know like you're you're picturing these families that I know because they've told me these stories that are having these conversations about you know how to face adversity. Yes, you know, yes. Uh, 
and now this is the you know dinner table conversation. Yes, so that to in you, itself. for you to say two hundred people, I would argue um, biasly that uh, it's even bigger than that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's that yeah, because they could have carpooled and sat in the car with people, and you're right. Yeah, I think too that growth mindset transcending into the into the family world is important because I think sometimes parents need a reminder of that too that yeah. you know your kid isn't fixed where they are and they have the capacity to grow themselves and if you know at home we can have parents supporting that growth with that same kind of mindset I, I believe that if you know parents students and educators can all carry that growth mindset that our kids are going to be exponentially better walking out of the school and have stronger relationships with all three of those groups mm-hmm. um, and I think I think all the things that you know we, even with the educator stuff we've done some of the parent stuff that we've done I think we're getting there and it's exciting. Um, being around growth-minded people is exciting. It is. And very positive. And like I said, that's why I like rolling with the two of you. You're a great team. So. No doubt about it. Well, thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Thank you so much for inviting me. You're I, always welcome. I have enjoyed our conversation. Such a good smile. I wish you guys could see it uh, <laughs> wherever you're listening, but, um, but we hope everyone's doing well and thanks for listening. And, uh, We'll look forward to talking again soon. Thanks.